Hello and welcome. Thanks for listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Scorpio season in 2019. My name is Renee. I'm a consulting astrologer and somatic intuitive. These horoscopes are meant to aid you in your healing and help connect you with your highest self. As you listen, please listen with an open mind and appreciate the symbols and suggestions. Take what works for you, leave the rest. Remember that these horoscopes are describing general energy for each sign, and it's up to you to get specific. Feel free to associate what I say to what is relevant for you. At their best, horoscopes work as pieces of mystical advice and sacred symbolism. Let them spark your imagination and stimulate your intuition. I suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and your rising signs. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask you, what's your sign? It has to do with the time of year you were born. Your rising sign has to do with the time of day you were born and the place you were born. If you know your birth information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the horoscope section. Along with your horoscope, please make sure to take a listen to Depth Perception, the Embodied Astrology episode for Scorpio season, where you can learn much more about Scorpio as an energy in your chart and how to understand and work with it. You can find this episode linked in the show notes from my website or as a separate track on your favorite listening platforms. All of my audio horoscopes, guided meditations, and podcasts are offered for free. If this work benefits you in your life, please consider making a one-time or recurring donation to help keep it going. Please share it with your family and friends and leave five-star reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Finally, if you're in the Minneapolis area, please join me on November 11th for a very special event at The Future, where I'll be hosting an astrology dinner party to celebrate the Taurus full moon and explore some of the deeper themes of Mercury's retrograde. This is a super fun and creative way to learn more about astrology, and I'd love to meet you there. There's limited attendance, so if you're interested, please make sure to register soon, because spaces will fill up. You can find more information on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the Play and Learn section under Live Events, or from the link in my Instagram bio, at embodiedastrology. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Please wait for a brief sponsorship message, and I'll be right back with you with your horoscope. Hello Leo Sun and Leo Rising. This horoscope is for you. This is your month ahead forecast for Scorpio season. Scorpio season is the span of time between October 23rd and November 22nd. Please listen to the extended episode for Scorpio season from Embodied Astrology as I mentioned in the introduction. In that episode you'll get a lot of information about how Scorpio works for us energetically, how it dwells in the body, and how it manifests through perspective, emotion, mind-body connection, etc. And I give a, a lot of suggestions for how to work with Scorpio's energy. Now Scorpio is an important sign for you because like Leo it is also what's called a fixed sign. The fixed signs are signs that come during the middle of seasons. Leo is the middle of summer uh, in the northern hemisphere, the middle of winter in the southern hemisphere. Scorpio is the middle of autumn or the middle of spring depending on which hemisphere you reside in. So Scorpio in the Leo solar chart rules what's called the fourth house and this is basically the root 
root of your chart. And we can think of this place uh, as the space where you come into contact with your most foundational influences. So first of all, this place in the chart represents your home and families of origin. Uh, this can include, of course, your parents or early caregivers, as well as your ancestry and the place or places where you feel a sense of belonging. I think sometimes that this is the place where we understand what claims us. Not necessarily what we claim, though as we grow, of course, we cultivate chosen family and chosen homes, many of us. But often this is a place where um, we are part of something whether or not we like it. And so you might think about cultural influences uh, or identities that claim you as well as the ones that you claim as well. And then finally, this is a part in the chart that um, is a, an essential quality. So the essence of the fourth house has to do with your security, your stability, your foundation, your sense of belonging in the world in general. As the sun moves through this part of your chart over the course of the next 30 days, it is bringing increased attention to these areas of life. And over the course of Scorpio season, we'll have a couple of notable events that are bringing additional energy into Scorpio and into your solar fourth house. These events begin on October 27th when we have a new moon in Scorpio. The new moon is always a time of both ending and beginning. So we have the closure of one cycle and the beginning of the next. Uh, this is a time of intensity and a lot of subjective energy when both the sun and the moon occupy the same place in the chart. The sun and the moon in medical astrology are considered an association to our right and our left eyes. And so around the new moon, there may be a lot of increased attention to the themes of Scorpio and the solar fourth house. Now this particular new moon is bringing a lot of change energy with it. So since we're ending a cycle and beginning a new one, please reflect back on the last 12-month cycle uh, from the new moon in Scorpio in 2018 uh, to this year's new moon and consider the, the changes that you have gone through um, in regards to home, family, security, foundation, stability, sense of belonging, etc. And then as we look forward into the next 12-month cycle, consider what you want to cultivate and call in to these realms of life. Now, there may be a lot that you are considering or reflecting on uh, in these areas of life, and this is symbolized by Mercury's retrograde through Scorpio for a good part of Scorpio season. Mercury will station retrograde at 27 degrees of Scorpio on October 31st, and it will transit back to 11 degrees of Scorpio by November 20th. So this period of time, these three weeks or so, are a phase during which we have the planet Mercury, which is a symbol for the mind and our mental cognitive communication processes traveling backward. Mercury retrograde happens about three times a year, and these phases are wonderful phases for inward, backward looking. They're great times for remembering, for researching, for refining, for reflecting. Um, you might notice that all of those words I just used have an RE pre prefix and uh, the RE 
beginning to a word is generally something that you might want to consider during Mercury's retrograde cycle. That's what the retrograde is good for. It's not a particularly good time for initiating new projects or uh, moving full steam ahead forward on some kinds of activities. So with Mercury retrograde in your fourth house, this is a time when you might be reflecting quite a lot on issues in uh, association to your home, to your family, to your deeper foundational connections, and to, again, this essence of a sense of belonging or stability uh, for you personally. Now, for some of you, this will be very literal. You're thinking about, um, you know, big changes that you want to make to your home or something is happening that requires you to uh, renovate or redecorate or something like that. That. For others of you, this is going to be much more energetic, a kind of internal um, reflection period when you're kind of going through your different relationships and your connections or you're feeling into your own sense of stability and how that sense of stability is impacting and influencing your life in general. During Mercury's retrograde, as I said, it's not a great time to initiate new projects. It is a great time to remember and to reflect. All of the things that you've heard about Mercury retrograde in terms of communication breakdowns and technology failures, these kinds of things often happen when we're focused on forward momentum. So if some kind of obstacle comes up and things go haywire and wonky, try not to treat it as a disaster. Try your best to see the opportunity within this moment. Uh, sometimes Mercury retrograde can act to bring us on a circuitous kind of journey so that we remember or rediscover something that we previously missed. Now, the days that Mercury stations direct or retrograde happen to be the, the wonkiest and the weirdest parts of the retrograde cycle. So especially from uh, October 28th until November 2nd or so, please do try and be calm and give yourself and other people lots of room for these potential mishaps to occur. On November 1st, Venus will move into Sagittarius and your solar fifth house. This is a really fun part of your chart. It's very closely related with your sign. Uh, Leo is the fifth sign and the fifth house is the place where we find a lot of Leo's favorite activities like being playful, um, performing, being creative, self-expression. These are really big themes of the fifth house. Uh, this place in the chart also has a lot to do with childlike energy, and that can include your inner child as well as your children if you're a parent or if you're hanging out with kids. Now, Venus can bring a lot of beautiful, magnific, beneficial energy wherever it is transiting. It's a wonderful time for you to have a good time with your creative projects, playing with your kids, uh, being a kid yourself, expressing yourself in some kind of silly or dramatic way. On November 11th, Mercury and the Sun come together for what's called the Inferior Conjunction. This is an important moment in Mercury's retrograde cycle when we have a symbol of the Sun as greater consciousness infusing Mercury, the mind. 
This is a moment when we might remember something, when there might be some kind of discovery or aha moment or where we might have an experience that exemplifies some of the larger themes of the retrograde cycle. Keep a notebook around and especially around the 11th of November, take some notes about what's occurring to you, what you're experiencing, what you're desiring, etc. The next day on November 12th, there's a full moon in Taurus. Taurus is the opposite sign of Scorpio. And when we're, whenever we have a full moon, uh, two signs in a polarity are illuminated. For you, this illumination comes into your fourth and your 10th houses. Uh, the 10th house is associated to your career, your vocation, your public image, and how you put yourself out into the world. This is the opposite of your 4th house when you come home, when you're private, when you're internal, and you're close to people who know you really well. Uh, you might be able to easily understand the balance between these two ideas. Where you root is uh, associated to what you rise towards or where you sit is related to where you stand. The foundational experiences you've had in your life has a lot to do with what you aspire towards and what you um, are trying to manifest and what your experiences are at home, how comfortable you feel in yourself, your um, attachments, etc. have a lot to do with how free you feel to pursue what it is that you want to pursue in the world and to do it in a way that is authentic for you. So this full moon is illuminating these themes. And as I mentioned with the new moon, there's a lot of change energy that's coming into this axis in your chart. This is a full moon that's also bringing um, a lot of support. It's bringing support from your efforts, from your day-to-day, -day, from your ability to... Um, focus and attend to your responsibilities to kind of be responsible with your uh, various affairs and schedules and different tasks. So notice what it is that you are trying to build, trying to manifest, how you can work with this energy in a very practical day-to-day -day way, and what kinds of qualities are supporting you to attend to this day-to-day um, and to achieve your vision that have to do with your more internal private life, your home, your family, and again, your sense of stability or belonging. This is a great time at the full moon to reflect on these themes and also to, uh, again, kind of set intentions or ritualize something that you're wanting to move towards or grow towards. On November 18th, the planet Mars will move into Scorpio and it will transit Scorpio until January 3rd. Mars is one of the planetary rulers of Scorpio and it functions really strong in the sign. So Mars and Scorpio can bring a lot of passion, it can bring a lot of intensity, it can definitely bring a lot of drive and power wherever it is. This might be a time when you experience a lot of motivation to uh, be at home, to do home projects, to connect with family, um, potentially to be in yourself in some way that feels very affirmative to your groundedness or to your stability. Now, Mars can also bring a kind of heating, inflammatory quality arguments and um, the ability to sever or separate. 
because Mars is entering Scorpio during Mercury's retrograde cycle, and because Mercury retrograde is helping unearth some deeper emotional issues that might be present uh, in the fourth house themes that have to do with home, family, foundation, etc., you may notice that there are ways of being, um, significant relationships, habits, etc., that you feel like they really need to change or there actually does need to be a separation or severance. Now, I would like to recommend that if this is an experience that you're having um, during Mercury's retrograde and once Mars enters Scorpio, that you give yourself a little bit of time before you make any significant or really big decisions, um, particularly, again, because the days of and around Mercury's station tend to be some of the weirder and more extreme when it comes to the Mercury retrograde um, ill effects. And Mercury will station direct two days after Mars enters Scorpio on November 20th. And then it will take it a couple of days to start to pick up speed and um, return in its forward motion to the place it was when it turned retrograde. Now this period of time when Mercury is direct but recovering territory that it retrograded past is called the shadow period. This is the third time that Mercury has traversed this terrain in its retrograde cycle. So during this time, there may be a lot of clarity or understanding that comes through again in regards to the themes of Scorpio and the solar fourth house. But once more, if there are significant decisions, especially if they have to do with separations or with severance, um, give yourself until the end of Mercury's shadow phase, and that's on December 7th. If you have the luxury to give yourself the time, give yourself the time, simply because Mercury's retrograde often describes a period of time when we just don't have all the information, when we are remembering something. Then on November 22nd, the sun moves into Sagittarius, and I will be back with you for your month ahead look at Sagittarius season. Now, if you'd like more information on this month's upcoming astrology, please become a subscriber. You can get an extended month ahead forecast. As a subscriber, you get an audio recording and a downloadable PDF calendar. Um, Both of these tools are available to you to help you learn and apply astrology more directly in your life. There's information on all of the major planetary transits and lunar cycles day by day throughout Scorpio season. I hope you have enjoyed this horoscope. I hope that it's useful for you in your upcoming month. I'm wishing you all the best in this period of time and beyond. Much love. Bye for now.